The following episode of the Carnival of Randomness is sponsored by an important message to you, the people from Upsitnik and Associates. Every day there are forces that are taking from you, stealing from you. Your money, your time, your freedom. Immense faceless corporations, banks, credit card companies, insurance providers, government agencies, this list goes on and on. When you are under attack and facing crisis, turn to us, Upsitnik and Associates, attorneys for you, the people. When every day becomes a battle, we can advise and assist. We have been advocates for 40 years. Email us through UpsitniksLaw.com or call us at 1-866-391-3299 or reach out to us through Upsitnik and Associates on Facebook for a prompt, no obligation, communication and consultation. Don't be pushed around. Greetings, everybody. Now, a long time ago, and I'm not going to finish the line because I don't want to get sued, nope. there was a phenomenon that came out that really gone on for 40 years now. It's culminated this year with the picture of the Rise of Skywalker. And, of course, I'm talking about the Star Wars Christmas special. And that was which a lot of people don't understand about how... It's just the art and happy life day to everybody. So in that vein, <laughs> this is the Carnival of Randomness New Year's special. Mazel tov. So this is Screw me, you, Rob, 2019. and Zach, and we have Greg. Dun, da, da, Greg da. squared. <laughs> and Patrick. Hello. <laughs> but this was a fluke, actually. Star Wars originally, George Lucas had done American Graffiti. He wanted to do Flash Gordon. They could not get the rights. So... As every good creator does, he said, well, what the heck, I'll make my own world to play with. So that's how Star Wars came about. And I can test for myself, being a little kid at the time, what a phenomenon it was. And if you weren't there, you don't realize, these were the days you couldn't just get everything downloaded, you had to wait for it. People would go, I lived next to a drive-in, we would have Smokey and the Band and Star Wars playing, line would go down Long Pond Road. And we want to go beg, beg our parents to see it tons of times because we wouldn't be able to see it. And it finally, after all these years, has come to its fruition of sorts with uh, The Rise of Skywalker. But anybody talk. <laughs> yeah, Star yeah. Wars, I, Patrick, I, I, whatever you want. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was one of those little kids. Uh, I, I, I have vague remembrances of seeing it originally. I was, I was about five. But um, it, it was definitely something that changed the whole landscape of a lot of a lot of people's kind of uh imaginations and um and it sh it was responsible for changing how movies were marketed uh it, it created tie-in merchandise it was really the movie that really made that a must-have for those kind of films um it, you know it changed the way um some people approach the studio system because uh, George Lucas didn't compromise on a lot of stuff that that got him, you know, basically uh, kind of kicked out of the the the, the in-studio uh, methodology of making films. And, you know, they were basically independent movies from Empire on um, were independently made movies. He financed them himself. Um, 
and uh, and distributed them through 20th Century Fox. And didn't so. he actually? They didn't direct the. the it was <clears throat> he didn't direct Empire: or Return of the Jedi right. because Ian Kirshner and Richard Marquardt, right? Yeah. And he didn't do that because then he rip up his director's card, I guess. After he, <laughs> yeah, he, um, the director's. I, 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 I think I could be. I mean, it might be apocryphal, but um, the director's guild thing was. There was a lot, of, a lot of, a lot of uh, little nibbly things that he didn't want to do, like for example, the movie just starts with it. This just starts with Star Wars. It doesn't start. It doesn't say a, a George Lucas film, uh, which is really what they required of him. You had to put your name. The directors uh, for the Directors Guild. You had to put the director's name in front of the picture, and he said, "No, I I want to I want to pull people into this world, so I want them to. I just want the movie to start." You know, it was things like that. They were like, "Well, you can't do this." Well, it's my movie. I'm like, well, you're part of. Then I won't be and part of the guild. Many people were anymore. confused because they thought there were no stars at war. It wasn't like Bellatrix against Beetlejuice or against Ryu. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people were confused about that, but I got, you know, I got Beetlejuice <laughs> in round three. Yeah, but actually, Greg's Greg the first here. One of the things that you would say, the way they did that opening was how the old serials. Did. Oh, the the scrolling, yeah, the scrolling synopsis stuff. Yeah, it's uh, that was back back in the Universal movie serials, Green Hornet, uh, Flash Gordon. They that was the same technique they used, where the words scroll up and get smaller. And so I he he was yeah. a that was a big influence for him and Spielberg and all those guys grew up watching those old movie serials. And I would do a tip of the hat, maybe. Those who hate these films, love them, whatever, think they've changed the way filmmaking's been. I'm going to give a little due to Roger Corman because a lot of ways he took what Roger Corman had been doing for years in terms of how they meet, in terms of the types of films, just did it better probably. Well, yeah, it was, yeah. and, and Not as better as Attack of the Crab Monsters. That one stands out. Well, that's, a, of course, a classic everyone that. knows. <laughs> well, you know, there was a guy the other day, I just want to get this out there. There, I was listening to the Connection show on uh, at WRUR, and I was at work, so it was kind of hard to focus on it. But there was somebody on there that had something to do with Star Wars back in the day, and he was an effects guy or a sound guy or something. And he was talking about how he found the hums for the lightsaber. Oh yeah, yeah. And how they were photographing the ships, and how it was just a big giant. Is this really going to work? And how are we yeah. going to do this? And and how and they pulled it off, and it was very very interesting, you know. And that's a to me that's like a big leap, you know, the way they did the models and the, spa, the, the Remember, space. Remember, they didn't thing. have a huge budget, right? No, it wasn't. It was a, it was a low budget movie. I yeah. weren't the like the lasers firing somebody banging like a wire from like a one of the electrical poles or something. There was all kinds effect. of stuff like that. I mean, every every sound effect in the original Star all throughout Star Wars, all those iconic sound effects were just, it was fully work. It was and just were the people, stars right. like car yeah. lights, probably? I know there yeah. used to be stuff like that. Well, and it was, uh, apparently, um, they showed a rough cut of it to some people from Fox, I believe, and it looked like garbage. They were just like, because nothing was finished. And this is, like, post-production wasn't what it is now. And they were kind of, some of the stuff they were inventing, some of the stuff they were, you know, or just trying to, you know, because people like Kubrick had done 2001 and kind of didn't tell anyone how he did it. You know, so they kind of had to do a lot of guesswork. Well, he was busy thing. doing the moon landing. Well, yeah, he was too. faking the moon landing. Right. Well, of course, landing. we all know that. Um, <laughs> Danny, obviously. Danny Torrance was actually let's, Neil Armstrong. Let's keep that going. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, and they were like, 
he was like, I assure you, when you see this in its completed state, it will look very different. And and they were blown away by what, what it looked like because they the post production work was so phenomenal and uh, and the editing and everything you know was just what for me. And I was very wrong about it because when I first saw it, I said, Well, this is your basic western done in space. It's like the young, it's like the characters. But it's probably true. But he kitchen synced it. He pretty much took in. Every oh yeah, I think like C three PO and R two were based on Japanese characters, and like uh, Laurel and Hardy kind of thing too, and all kind you know this you know right yeah. But I think he took because I always thought like okay it's Luke okay somebody gets kidnapped by the villains he's on a farm he's the good guy it's almost like that in space well you can see this all the samurai elements in too like the you know whole the whole Jedi thing the swords the robes the all Obi Wan the robe. everything like that and i remember harrison ford saying like the reason because he said one thing about han's character about why he couldn't get killed off was because dead characters don't sell action figures (laughs) 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 because now now he's gone back and backtracked a little and said he really loves the character but that he thought there should be some sacrifice where lucas did not want he wanted to have the happy ending no he yeah the, the story was that he was always being told that han would die at the end of this movie and then he wouldn't and the rejoinder is supposedly, now this is what I read in a recent Lucas bio, that they had Han frozen in carbonite because they didn't know if he was going to sign for the third movie. Yeah. But what they did when he played Indiana Jones, he really enjoyed it. So they had to think, if he was going to keep playing him, he had to do the Star Wars movie. Mm. Yeah. Well, he got his wish a little late. Yeah, yeah. better late than never. It finally happened that uh, they offed him, but... Yeah, and I... Spoiler. I gotta, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen that by now, if you've seen Force Awakens by now. You're probably not gonna because yeah. you probably don't want to, and that's perfectly understandable. Yes, yeah. but oh, it's got all in the appeal. I think people, some people, just don't know what's going on, or other people yeah. are really, really that's into me. it. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I, I had to tell you what the Mandalorian was. I'm yeah. starting to lose well, track on which movies came first after the. Well, the thing was, <laughs> yeah, none of them were fans. Yeah. I heard Mark Hamill never saw the first three movies when he did the fourth one. Yeah, you know he never. Yeah, seen no, he never. Yeah, that's he, right. He, yes. he never seen yes. those. Yes. That was always yeah. too. I mean, think about that. Oh, okay. Don't th- think about that for a minute. This is a nine. This is we're doing nine films. We're, we're shooting bad. in the middle because remember, it only came out as New Hope later on. It did not come out as right New when it. Hope. Yeah, when it originally when originally was released, it just had Star Wars. There was no yeah. tagline. There was no Episode Four New Hope until they re-released it. Yeah, because um, it got re-released at least once. I um, bought a box set of those. Ones where he redid some of those scenes. The, yeah, handshot Greedo, handshot Greedo. They're pretty interesting. You I mean, know. I liked them. You know, I thought that was cool how he inserted those extra scenes and upped up the effects. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's controversial because people, you know, it's the, and, and we'll we'll scene. get into this, but yeah, yeah. It's just like it's not pure. It, right? Yeah, but it's his. I mean, it but is his, his right. It's his yeah. movie. It's his right to do this. Is it the scene where they meet Jabba? The, the, well, it was. The, he originally shot it, but they never finished it because they they wanted to. Uh, the, the actor they had playing Jabba, they were going to um, they were going to superimpose uh, an effect on top of him yeah. to make him look kind of alienish. So they shot that scene, and you can still see it. You More can grosser. look it up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, just to make yeah to they, and it was just you know it was it was a it was a a, a very hefty British actor in his furs, and it's a it's a cool scene when you see it. But when they, you know, added it to the special edition for Return of the Jedi, when they shot it, they had an account for Jabba being a giant slug right. who you never actually see move. And at one point, Han 
crosses to the left of him where his giant tail would be. So instead of just letting that go, they added a thing where, where, where they literally raise up Harrison Ford and then put him back down again and make Jabba make a face. <laughs> Which I think if someone had stepped on a crime boss of that caliber, they probably would have just been executed. But yeah, you know, I would think so. whatever. It, like, they tried, but they were just like, it was, it was, you know. And Jabba looked very weird. In terms of the so. first three, and these are the first three that were shot, do you have well, a favor? The, the first three, you mean the middle three? Yeah, the middle three. So if they make three more prequels, are they going to have to shift? Yes. Yeah. yeah, but they're not going <laughs> to. I don't think so. I mean, they'll do individual stories. I mean, stories. I think don't, I think they will. Don't doubt Disney. No, there will be plenty right. of movies that will be set in earlier periods. Do not talk bad beauty. about the mouse. He will come for us. But I still yeah. remember. Yeah. I still, Look, there are, pos- there are pluses and minuses to the whole thing. I will thing, never so. forget this, where before we were going to go see Emperor Strikes Back, I was over my next-door neighbor, my friends Todd and Dennis's, and their cousin was in town, and we are playing Space Invaders. It was the big thing. Atari was out. Yeah. We are all playing Space Invaders over <laughs> Christmas. So their cousin's there, and we're going to go see Emperor Strikes Back. So the first thing she, she saw, she said, oh, you know that Darth is Luke's father. <laughs> it's like, that's a lot. So she's the reason for the term spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the first big a spoiler that became before it was a word. We've talked about that before now. But, I think so. Yeah. yeah. But do but, you have a, in terms of the first three, is there a favored? No, Empire. Empire. Yeah, yeah, Empire is usually Empire. the one that's favored. I've heard yeah. people, I'm surprised. I've heard a couple of friends who really like Return of the Jedi. You know, some people, and that's a thing. Like, there's a lot of, you know, it, it depends on, 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 you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a thing uh, that that people keep forgetting is that everyone is entitled to their own opinion, and their own their opinion isn't wrong. It's an opinion. No, that's one of the. Yeah. There's, <laughs> Just, there's some kind of theme of this yeah. weird podcast. It's that you can like what you want. Yeah. And well, it, too, that the thing is, when you got the first one, and then by the time you got to the other two, now you're in a new decade. So. The, yeah. the production things changed. Exactly. The, the, you know, an 80s movie was way different than 1978 or 7, whenever that came out, the first one. But, I mean, all of a sudden, now you've got a little bit, they got more money, things mm-hmm. were slicker, you know, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, the first film did a little little business, so they had a little more <laughs> a little, work. Right? A, little, a little bit of business. <laughs> a little bit of the box office. Just a touch. But that's the idea you get, except for the, the okay, I don't know how numbers, one through three, the second film is usually oh. the bad guys are going to win. Yeah, that's the so, thing. If, you, if you're doing a if you're doing a, a trilogy arc in of an adventure story, then you know they you know they, the the second one is going to it should have you know some kind of some end with a cliffhanger or some kind of you know down ending that that will require the heroes to really dig in for the third right. movie to win. You know, and it's 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 they did that. You know, I I, I think with with the with the Original trilogy and the most recent trilogy, I think they did that more effectively. In the prequels, it was more like it felt like it was trying to fill in the blanks of a lot of things. Yeah, that that people wanted to know what happened, you know, right. and, and whether well, or not that did it to people's satisfaction. Now people's these have been disqualified supposedly by Disney, but there's tons of. There was the comic book, which after oh, yeah. the first Star Wars, after this ended, they had to make stories while Han was frozen. But there's also all the the books. Well, yeah, oh, yeah that's the the, the, and that's the other thing too. Like, we 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 now like the 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 culture of that kind of stuff now is, seems to be way more focused on 
canon and continuity and things like that, then we didn't care when we were kids. It's just a story is a story. It didn't matter. My big thing was like reading yeah. Starlog, looking when you're a kid, those years yeah. go by slow. Keep reading what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was, yeah. And they would just write articles. Well, this is what it was. And this is, you know, there, there was, there was always talk of, you know, they're going to make a part, you know, six, seven, and eight or, Seven, eight, and nine, Lucas or whatever. Would say, well, if they're old, we're going to do the first three, then if they're yeah. old enough, they come back. But also, I've heard the first paperback I got was Splinter in a Mind's Eye. That for a while, this was considered this was going to be the sequel. Yeah, because they didn't they didn't know. Um, they they made it. They they wrote that he wrote that book purposefully to be very low tech because they didn't after after Star Wars they didn't know what kind of money they were going to have to make a movie. So they this, this whole thing takes place like on one planet and it's Luke and Leia and Vader is there. And that, you know, it, it's a very small story because, and then empire was huge. But you know, then so. the overlooked sequel in the eighties, nobody talks about space balls. Uh, Pizza yeah. the hut. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to bring that up. It's like, what's, yeah. your, what's your favorite one? Space balls. Space balls. Uh, Dark helmet. I can't breathe in this thing. <laughs> well, yeah, and that was and that was the it was a movie from the point of view of of a, of someone who was kind of watching it from the outside. Because as Mel Brooks has admittedly said, I don't know anything about these movies, you know, which is kind of the best really place to make fun of them from is <laughs> from a place where you're not getting into the minutia. Well, there's also, say, I guess, in this game... guy looks like a dog, so let's make him a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, yeah. the best, the one that gets me is not even the Star Wars stuff in there, and I got sick of hearing the whole May Schwartz be with you for a while. Oh, but, yeah. uh, but the one that got me still, that cracked me up the most, was the John Hurt cameo. And Oh, um, yeah, no, that was But that more was the great. reaction from, not, not, not again, but John... Wait a second, weirder than can we go into soup? <laughs> Change mine. And they got all of them together to do that. They like everybody except I think for Sigourney Weaver and uh, Yeah. And they, yeah, they yeah. And the other one I guess in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, they were talking about like with when he says like George Lucas is gonna sue somebody and he said he gave him permission. He said these nerds were even arguing about the color of the lightsaber. Oh yeah. Well, you know you've arrived if you get a farce made of you. So I, that, that's I, I, yeah, that's yeah. Parody is the parody especially is if the, it's from somebody like Mel Brooks. Right. You yeah. Know, if he's parodying your shit, you know you made it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But then yeah. it seemed for a while the next ones are never going to be made. <laughs> well, he didn't. Yeah. I mean, like the the story was that he he would tell everybody, "I don't want to still be making these movies when I'm seventy, You know, and and. That's that was the case, and there you know, were rumors. But, I heard one rumor I heard was Kenneth Branagh was going to play Obi Wan Kenobi. I'd heard that at one point too, and it probably was at at that time when he was younger. Probably he probably was in consideration. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I think in terms of like, I think Ewan McGregor kind of he was the one. The he was definitely. Definitely really good. I think you know, I think he's he kind of leans a little bit on an Alec Guinness impersonation at yeah. some point, but you know, why not? Well, he's going to be you know? Alec Guinness in a while. <laughs> yeah. But the on one that something. got me was I think I lost it with those three films from one moment that's in the Attack of the Clones when they're having the fight at the beginning and he turns to Anakin. Ben turns to Anakin and says, You know, one day you're going to be the death of me. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Plus, anybody who has not seen the first film of that, just listen to Weird Al Yankovic's song. Which was the first one of the second trilogy, which was really... Phantom Menace. Menace. That movie, when I saw that, somebody said, what did you think of it? I was like, it ended with a CGI frog holding up a glowing volleyball. I'm done. 
I, I checked out after that. Yeah, that movie didn't. I didn't get it. I, I was very disappointed when I saw. No, did you have some views on the second? They said you I liked the second. Remember, I don't even remember them. The one I did <laughs> like was I liked the Sith, and everyone like ranks it really down low. And I just thought it was neat how they tied it up with the regular. I mean, well, from what I heard, they said that was the best of the three. No, I liked. Yeah, that. I, would, I, I would agree. It, with generally, that. people yeah. would people say that was the best of. the I three. I thought the acting in it, it was it, bad, but the overall make, story. It'll make people queasy, but I would put Sith over Return of the Jedi. Like that, Some people do, though. No, you know what? That's not that's not an unusual take. Yeah. I actually have friends who say the same thing. Yeah. It's more and more going back and seeing it put it up. Return of the Jedi of, of like, you know, big nerd fans. It gets ranked fairly low because it just, it, you know, it, you know, they're teddy bears and, and you know. I don't no, know. They're, but, they're actually, no, Patrick, Ewoks you have, or whatever. Actually, Ewoks, yeah. you have to see the riffracts of Return of the Jedi. They show the Ewoks getting blown up, and you hear them say, it's the Build-A-Bear Workshop gone to war. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it, but I didn't have a problem with it because I was the target agent that I was a little kid. Well, well see, that's my exactly. problem with that. Exactly. I, I hit that whole thing, thing just at the time where I was. I found out Harrison Ford was going to be a guy. I was really looking for it. But by that time, I was just starting high school, and I just got out of it a little so what i had was, a yeah. period where i was, was sort of first was it jedi or blade runner do you know blade, well, blade runner, runner. Was before well, yeah blade jedi. runner was before jedi yeah, yeah. blade runner he did it was 82 yeah it was before jedi yeah it was between yeah it was between um Empire witness was 85 and yes yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 witness was like witness his big breakout non-franchise movie well i guess one of the things is like mark hamill said all he kept getting were offers for Luke Skywalker clones and he didn't want to do that. Whereas Harrison Ford went on and became a movie star. Well, and then eventually he kind of did. the skin problem, right? Well, yeah, yeah. He got he, into uh, an, I it guess was an boat empire. Or something. Yeah. He got into a car, car accident. He got into a car accident. Yeah, and his oh, face yeah, got all messed up. His face got so he yeah. fell out of the public view and started doing voice work. Well, that, But yeah. that's also why, and that happened before Empire shot. It didn't oh, happen yeah, after yeah, that yeah, because before. that whole that whole scene where Luke gets attacked by the by the Wampa, the big snow monster. That's why they put they had to write that in because they had to have an explanation as to why his face looked all messed up. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, oh, be, wow. because he didn't like you know you look at him then you look at him after he's it's a very fresh face and then it, and from then on his face is a little more kind of craggy and you know I, I think I think they thought it was gonna be a lot worse than it wound up being but he definitely do, looks different because they had to. This do a is lot a of, side note too. I guess out of all the people, yeah. Ian McDermott's sort of shy about taking advantage of his role as the emperor, and he doesn't do a lot of like stuff to publicize stuff. But he said the one favor he did, like a really good friend of his, he left a, he left for his voicemail answering. He did the emperor's voice for him. <laughs> which would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, he, and he definitely uh, showed up for this last one. Yeah, hey, <laughs> he did. But we'll get to he did, those. He didn't understand why he was there, but he showed up. But the thing oh, about no, I, I, I actually I, thought, I, in I terms of Revenge of the Sith, I thought there was like a Shakespearean element to it. And yeah, I, that's I thought the acting stunk. <laughs> unfortunately, I, I, yeah, I mean, we talked about this a little before. It's just like Lucas is notorious for not directing actors yeah. very well. For and people case. were pissed about the whole force thing because, okay, is it science? Is it religion? <laughs> well, that was, that was another thing that Lucas, that Lucas put in that a lot of people didn't like is they, they, he want, he wanted to scientifically explain how the force yeah. works. So he, 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 you know, gave them, Oh, you can, there's a midichlorians are these little things in your blood that give you access to the force. And then, you know, and people really didn't like that. Pretty sure that's chlamydia. 
Oh, I got the midichlorians, man. Made the one mistake about <laughs> tell all your, about the tell Jedi your old too, girlfriends. You got the midichlorians. About how the Jedi had been defending the Republic for either centuries or years. Yeah. yeah, he made that one mistake. But then you think about okay, he's got to keep up on all this stuff. Well, the other thing too is he didn't. Yeah, like he gave he gave license to people to do stuff with it because he didn't think he was ever going to make any more movies. Right. So. You know, and there was, you know, so that's how the expanded universe happened, which was, you know, you know, there were just books and comic books and, and games and video games and all this stuff. And when, you know, when the Disney acquisition happened, you know, they, they basically had to say, okay, we all that ancillary material from from up till now is not considered canon. And, and, and I think the practice and a lot of people, you know, it's like obviously the Disney thing and. And people, understandably, don't like the whole Disney acquisition and how Disney's buying everything, and it makes sense to me. But as far as that decision goes from a creative level is, if you're going to continue a story in films and and 90% of the fan base is going to only see the films and know the story from the films, you don't need to have them ha- have to go back and read 4,000 novels well, to know heard, what's going the on. The general grievous character. And then or jump heard, in a bunch of exposition yeah. to slow the movie down to explain shit. You know, just like, just, you, you gotta flush it. The General Grievous character, I guess, he played a big part in the other things where he was, I've heard he was like a bigger character. Yeah, the, the original Clone Wars shorts that they did, which were these like, there was like on on Adult Swim or comment, or on to, uh, Cartoon Network or whatever, which is like 15 minute little interstitial, to the guy, and I can't remember his name, the guy who did Samurai Jack, he did these. And they created oh. that character, and he was a very popular character, so they brought him into uh, Revenge of the Sith. Now, what was this movie that they said they started bogging it down with all the political stuff? And the... that's Phantom Menace. That's really the first two, because the the the, the trade wars and the yeah. The thing I mean, it, it's it is when you when you when you look at it from the outside, it's you know you have this senator who's trying to basically take control of the government. You have this government that's been, you know, for hundreds or thousands of years has been running things. So, you know, he starts, he puppeteers this whole war between a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, unions and, and, and people who want more stuff, right. you know, and, you know, but, but the way it, it gets played out is, you know, there's big committee meetings and like, nobody gives a shit about who the trade confederation are and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's just like, you, you know. Watching paint dry stuff. Yeah, it could. It could have been. I, I, my myself, I feel like it, it could have been done more. Well, uh, it's cool to have a reason. I mean, you, you, you kind of yeah. want to know why this world exists right. and why the factions are yeah. why they are. And in a little ways, I mean, it was the story of Darth Vader, how he came to be. Well, that, yes, yeah. But there is one funny thing I'll just interject. Is there's a comic book. It's about these two guys who are like maintenance guys on a Death Star. Yeah, and they do. Yeah. This, and there's a scene that's hilarious at the end where they have the end. They have, and of course, David Krause is very mad he didn't get to be Darth. But then the, they show the actor who yeah, was Darth. He's kind of a problem. Yeah, <laughs> but then there was there was the actor who played Darth. But then there was Hayden Christensen, and they're looking at each other as Force Ghosts. Yeah, which was pretty funny. I thought, hey, he was in Frankenstein the Monster from Hell. He can do what he wants, David Krause. Well, yeah, I guess I guess the problem that he had was that that he was kind of being publicly quoted saying a lot of uh, misogynistic, racist things. Oh, I don't forget he and, also got an OBE for services to traffic safety. 
Yes. <laughs> that was that's what his OBE was for. And you know he what they should have done is pull it out and had him be James Earl Jones. Yeah. Well, that yeah. Which he says he wasn't told about, and other people said was always the way it was going to be. Uh, uh, take your money. I, I don't know. Yeah. Cash your check and show I'm, I'm sure he didn't get as much as he. And I know Hayden he Christensen was saying he wanted to be Darth by the second film, but Lucas, nah, it's going to be at the yeah. end. It's going to be at the end. And he definitely said, well, I'm going to wear the suit at least for a minute. And he yeah. did. He wore the suit. You, you could kind of see, like. You just kind of tell that he's using a completely different build. I mean, Prowse was a bodybuilder. He was a big, burly yeah, he guy. He was like six foot yeah. seven, six yeah. foot eight or something. He was a big and, man. you know, but. But I don't um, know. It's like oh, those yeah, films, people well. yell about them. They did well enough, obviously. They always do. That's the thing. They always make a ton of money. I mean, you know, and when the, and, and the people will throw around things like if, you know, if a movie, if they, they predicted it to make 200 and it makes 180 million they call it a bomb. It's not right. by any means. But they, they know what they're doing. They know exactly, with these kind of movies, they know exactly what they, it's going to make what it needs to clear. You know, the, these kind of movies. There are others, sometimes it's a surprise, but, you know, more often than not, with these kind of movies, it's a, it's a guaranteed a certain amount of box office. When I see that, I always go, wow, you should go wild creatively then, because you know it's going to do well. You're going to have all the money. Well, they the did. Then everybody hated it. <laughs> hey. I didn't. I like the holiday it, but... special was not a huge budget. It was good. No, the holiday special was no. That's that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Look up all about that on YouTube. You can it's find it. You can oh, find I it. I saw it. That. I watched put it. it on Facebook, and I watched. I watched it. I remember watching me? it when it when it <laughs> aired. Yeah, okay. and, and I don't just... know if anybody could clarify this one for I'm me. Very probably, what a mess. This is probably one of those false childhood memories. But I know Mark Hamill hosted the Muppet Show. Yes, I'm yep. convinced. I swear there was like one Muppet show where they had like Hans, they had them as Star Wars characters in it. I thought I saw Han in it running up a flight of stairs and it just might be. I, we could I know R2-D2 and C-3PO were in that episode and I know it was, it was, a it was tied into Empire because it was before Empire came out. Yeah. And they did a the pig, anyway, there's a pigs in space where he was in, and they were all in. Okay, because I just so wondered. I don't know if Harrison Ford was in it or not, but I just vaguely remember that, and I could be completely off. That's base. just a. That, they did Terry Fisher a... on Saturday Night Live, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> doing a very a very was, risque uh, a bit about Princess Leia that I didn't see for years and years and know it existed. A lot of my friends, a lot of my female friends, really like yeah. the character because they always would tell me that was like the one time you had the princess who wasn't like having you know could fight her way out. Well, yeah, that was yeah. Was that... it being like oh? Help me, help me. Right. It's, like, yeah, it's still a very male centric story, but they're, you know, the, yeah, they, that's. The thing that, that gets me, though, is just that, that I wonder if he knew because they kissed between him, Luke, and Leia. I was a tad too. He did not. Because that was a tad too sort of serious. I don't care what he says. There's no way that he knew from the get go that they were going to be brother and sister. He, yeah. he might have thought at one point that that might have been a thing, you know, at, di at different points of the, but I guarantee you. There's no way the kiss in both movies, because even if the kiss in the first one you can play off as, okay, it's an innocent moment, but the kiss in the second one, I mean, obviously she does it to make Han jealous, but it's yeah. a, you know, yeah. <laughs> she lays it on him. And yeah. if, if, well, the first one for luck, I mean, they might yeah, die that, and yeah. everything else. But that was a little ill. <laughs> well, I also read that, like, they, they uh, like, uh, Mark Hamill was all excited about doing the swing. He was like, he was looking forward to it for weeks and weeks, and like, 
I, I couldn't wait to do it because I knew we were going to do like a bunch of different takes of it and I was going to get to play around on it because we did a hundred takes of us having dialogue scenes. So it's like, and they get up to the thing, they film it, they do it once and they're like, okay, moving on. And it's like, wait, what are you doing? It's like, yeah, no, we only, we got our shot of that. Like, no, we're not going to mess it, around with it because it's dangerous. In terms of finally <laughs> Disney gets the rights and, and they do the movies and they have the franchise. How much now do you think the difference is now that just rampant fandom is playing in how these films are going? And I want to give a little example though from years ago for me was for star trek the wrath of khan we all heard about it and i remember going to the theater it was sold out it was at stone ridge and to go to a theater you had to go get tickets for the next show people were like bawling and sobbing at the end of that movie yeah well sure yeah i i don't know why that surprises you so much <laughs> people get very attached to stories that's the i mean that's a power i don't of a know i don't story. like these are fan like anybody who would like these characters aren't real though well, i don't I, I i really don't think that's well, the point i just I think, think emotional investment is a draw in to it yeah. i think people it's literally fun. i would saw i could see letters to starlog saying i'm really emotionally yeah i really uh, hurt and like you know it, you also have to think about it it's the days before the internet Right. So there was yeah. still that suspension of belief. You know yeah. how many people wrote to the Coast Guard saying, "Why aren't you rescuing these people on Gilligan's Island?" Yeah, they right. show actually, <laughs> you know what I mean? They had McLean Stevenson on Johnny Carson showing. Yeah, they had to because they thought they actually he actually died. So he was like on the talk show the next day in a rowboat, his face all covered in soot. I'm okay. But how much do you think fandoms affected these last three movies in terms of the people? The rampant fandom, and there's a thing. I, 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 I don't know. We were talking about that before we started. Uh, there was an article in the USA Today, and they were talking about how the, the trolls, the fan bases, are now dictating how these movies are made. Because what they didn't like about The Last Jedi, now all of a sudden, what's his name, Ryan Johnson? Yes. His movie, they're saying they didn't like this, they didn't like the Rose character, they didn't like... Yeah. Certain things. Well, Ray Ray can't be a hero because her family was junk dealers and all these things. Right, right, right. So now I have a theory. They about went. Her family they're going the opposite way with the new we, movie we and trying that. to make all those things. They're trying to please the people with this new movie. Right, and, and that 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 was a big criticism, and it's and it's it's interesting. Yeah, it is. And do, and do, do yeah. you all feel that they started this new trilogy without knowing who her parents were? Uh, yeah, I think so. I th I, I, I think I think this. Yeah, and I because I, I wouldn't have done that. I would have known how we all three movies would have gone. So. Absolutely, you are you're hundred percent right. And that's like it kind of hit me today. I was talking to my housemate about it, and I said I think the biggest issue with this trilogy, and I, and I like them all, uh, but I'm very critical of them. But I didn't just you know, a lot of people hate them out of hand for this kind of stuff. Which, but you know, I judge something for what it is. It's me, but um. They didn't have really a blueprint going in. They obviously didn't. And that was a mistake. But I think the reason they did that was because there was a blueprint going into the prequels and everybody, quote unquote, hated the prequels, even though they made tons of money and people liked them again. So I, I just think a lot of mistakes were made high up. Um, they, they, they should have had a consistent story to go all the way. It doesn't matter what happens as long as this, this, and this. I think, wasn't Rian Johns, wasn't he going to direct the third one as well? No, Colin Trevor, I was going to direct okay, the third one. Okay, I did one. not know And that. he was, he's a, uh, uh, Jurassic World. I don't, uh, some other stuff too. Yeah, I've never saw those. Yeah, he something. got, yeah, he got canned over the, you know, creative differences. Anyone see the new Ryan Johnson movie, Knives Out? It's great. I heard it's uh, great. It, it looks great. I, it the trailer is, looked awesome. 
It is awesome. It's really, really but fun. But the one it's, thing, it's, in a way... It's, he's really good. Like, it almost seems like they tried to undo the second movie in a way where they oh, almost... Yeah. They jumpstart the plot, whereas maybe you would have, like, 20 minutes to get the background. And so they say, okay, here's what's happening, here's what's happening. And I don't know if they were going to actually bring the character back. There, there's the all kinds of stories. There's all kinds... And, and, and who knows? I don't know if you're ever going to know the truth about, like, there's... You know, there was seven different endings, and the, and the studio stepped in in the middle and changed everything. And, and you know, you know, J.J. was involved. J.J. wasn't involved. There's all kinds of... And it's going to... And it's, and it's never... It's going to be a never-ending... Because it's been snowballed into this thing where every, everyone has claimed a certain amount of ownership of it right which deserved or not <laughs> yeah it's but like, there you was know. one actually i'll just pick up in terms of fandom there's an article by harlan ellison it was called either xenogenesis or exogenesis <laughs> and he called he labeled them the hardcore science fiction fans and he said there were conventions like alan dean foster the yeah. writer he had a cup of vomit thrown at him yeah and he yeah. said and harlan said some guy hated him for years and he got like big in fandom and he wrote all this negative stuff about him. He never knew why. He said what happened, he was at a con, he had a pee. So he's walking by, the guy said hi to him. He just didn't hear him, you know, he's going to pee. Yeah, yeah. And he said that guy held a grudge all these years. Wow. And he, and those are the kind of people he said yeah. like they're afraid well, of the fans. They are like afraid of stuff. These are the people they're afraid of. So back up here a second. So the whole <laughs> thing with Ray does not know who her parents are. I didn't I didn't quite what was that They're nobody. They're yeah. sp- they show like a scene. You've seen the first couple movies, right? Yeah. They show a scene where a baby's crying and they see like a ship taking off. And then Kylo just tells her, who are your parents? They were nobody. You know, yeah. they were nobody. They were junk traders. They sold you for booze. You know? What is this War of the Stars you speak of? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's the other thing. At Star Wars, there has to be a war. Right. <laughs> there always has That's to be a actually war. actually David Gerald said in terms of Last Jedi, what David Gerald said was, okay... For a Star Wars movie, what do you have? You have to have the war. You have to have a little bit of crackerjack philosophy, the lightsaber fights. You know, it's every time. Yeah, and and you know, I, I mean, as far as far as that, you know, as far as 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 that goes, you know, it, it, it's where do you follow formula? Where do you break away from the formula? And that's always going to be the sticking point with any franchise. Well, I knew movie. like the big criticism, and you're going to get just as much criticism for following it as you will from breaking it. The big criticism for force awakens was, Oh, all it is is a remake of new hope. Yep. And then last Jedi was one where they tried to break every convention and the people hated it for the same I reason. Admit, like my favorite, at that point you should realize, okay, it doesn't matter what we <laughs> do. do what hey, let's do. just try and make a good movie. And yeah, who gives you, a shit? No my favorite do, scene. I really yeah. like the scene <laughs> so, in force awakens. I thought there was a very poignant scene at the end when, with Luke, I thought yeah. that was really cool. I think I think any time when you try to please everyone, you're not going to please anyone. Right. That's you know that's the I mean? thing. The right. trappings just, take over and the story yep. gets lost. That's 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 you I know. think where where Disney, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, the people on top of Lucasfilm right now, they drop the ball. It, you can't like you want to hate on Ryan Johnson or J.J. Abrams or anyone, fine, but they're John not the Snow. ones who make that decision. Right. It was they weren't the ones who who didn't say, hey, let's have a roadmap for this whole thing. And we can change bits and pieces as we go, or we can even alter it if it if we feel like it's not well, serving the story. Lucas but that's what Lucas bitched yeah. about, where he said, "I would have done something different." Lucas wanted to make the, uh, the last trilogy all about the fucking Metachlorians. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 out there. Oh, no, like, it is. But you think, in a way, then, like you, you actually, sure what you were saying, to pick way. up on what you were saying, though, after, you think so, really. 
He wanted to take the, the last Jedi was like a reaction then almost to the first one where okay everybody's criticizing us because yeah. we just say so now we have to go the whole hundred and eighty yeah. degrees and, do, and then they're going to tell us this sucks too right. well yeah and and that's and, and I would I would I would say like I feel like with with rise of rise of Skywalker I feel like they kind of did it because I I feel like the buzz is 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 as close to fifty fifty as you can make it because people either absolutely hated it or absolutely loved it. And that's what I'm seeing everywhere. So I think kind of did it, but at the yeah. same time, I'm it's say so, one thing like about Last you know, Jedi too. I consider it, that's it, like the second film. It's a transition film. It's where the bad guys have to win. So you have the separate stories, and they have to come together. Yeah. So it's going to be a little slow and a little, you know, off like that because all the heroes aren't together. The bad guys are going to well, yeah, win. Yeah, and they and they did. They there were certain formulaic elements of the middle story that they followed, which was they you split up all the people, um, things go wrong. You know, it's just there. There were there was definitely like a lot of stuff that could have been tightened up or more directed. Well, everybody expected Casino Planet bit was very clunky and weird, and it was a missed opportunity to do some cool. Things. And everybody expected, of course, Luke to take the saber and start training her. And... Well, they 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 people wanted to see you know Luke Skywalker. Uh, uh, I think somebody described it as um, being a video game character who's gotten all the power ups. You know, <laughs> yeah. and they're just like. That's that's like okay, that's cool for a second, but then it's like it's like the whole point of this wasn't to have the old people come in and save the young people. No, that's the point. Is it was supposed to be passing a torch? Yeah, right. You can't right. pass a torch if you're fucking doing everything. Well, one but of they the didn't stories, want that. Did you ever hear the one plot? To go back thirty years and all, do it. You then. heard all the theories of the <laughs> plots that were untrue. That the whole plot of the first movie would be Luke was getting so powerful that by the end of the first movie he'd be the villain because he. I think that would have been cool. I think that would have been cool. <laughs> I think See, that I, would, cool. I thought that would have been because I thought, good. you know, when I saw the previews of it, I thought it, that's how the cycle should go. Guy. My 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 personal theory about the whole thing with the balance, with the only thing about restoring balance to the force. Was, well, yeah, how do you have balance if the good guys are always destroying the bad guys? Yeah, there's no balance there. I don't. I don't want to be a spoiler. <laughs> I think one of the neatest things that I got from the last movie was actually. How they represented the force was actually kind of a representation of, of a human being, yeah. where you're always in conflict mm -hmm. with your primal desire, based with a desire to be good for society. And they kind of, you know, they ex I don't know the word that I want to use. That's the one right. I know, but you're absolutely. Yeah, I won't yeah. go too deep into uh, like That's cool, though. like yeah. the readership. Yeah, the, the one right. that got me, I never got with those stories of the books where they got the Mad Jedi. And I wondered, how is that different from the Sith? <laughs> well, that's the that's the other thing too. Like, well, then, you know, anger. Were you? Are you? Are we, when they're beating the shit out of each other, are they not angry? It's Maybe. like I love you. I love you. Maybe that's the thing from Full Metal Jacket. You know, yeah, yeah. Duality of man. It's something about the duality of man, sir. Yeah, I do. I think you got too. a peace symbol on your. Home. But actually, I think the last <laughs> film. kill on the other side. I really think the last film though did a good job. I think they took a lot of the familiar elements. Yeah. It's almost like a, a Valentine to some of the fans. You get to see this. They they try yeah. to take from the first film and wrap it up. And I thought the ending really got like was very good in terms of. There were some emotional beats that were very successful. I thought the whole like I thought you know. I, I I was I had a feeling that I had a feeling going in that they might not try to redeem Kylo Ren, and I was like, "That's a mistake. You have to. You can't not." You're like, "Yes, he did the worst thing you could possibly do, but you know, well, there's the whole a lot point of characters that do bad things that get you know they don't get redeemed, but this one's different though. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but um, we can move on. No, but he did. Well, like, <laughs> in terms of 
But in terms of that, like, I wonder if he was good because you thought, okay, is he, isn't he? But you figured the way the theme of the series is, he's going to get redeemed. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. And and I, I, I thought it, I, I liked the way they did it. I mean, I, I, I definitely think that um, the scene where he has a memory of, of Han Solo. Yeah. You know, I also knew people were going to be like, is he a force ghost? I'm like, no, it's a fucking, it's a memory. But actually, he looked the way he looked, I think, because he's a little grayer, because he's in Call of the Wild, and that's <laughs> the way he looked, and I bet they filmed it in between, he stopped in. Because it, it, and it, like... mir- <laughs> it mirrors that scene in Force Awakens, and yeah. he even says the same thing, I know what I have to do, but I don't think I can do it. Yeah. But when he says, Dad, and he says, I know, it's just like, I'm sorry, if you even have the slightest emotional involvement in this, there's not, you can't not be fighting back a tear when he says, I know. Oh, yeah. You know, just like, you know, that's all you need. You know, it's, you know. No, and I knew, I mean, that, I mean. Sorry, I killed your dad. I know. Yeah, I know. I did a bad thing. (laughs) We all knew you were going to do it. I just wanted to. Dr. Richard Kimball. Yeah, he killed Dr. Richard (laughs) Do you think, this is just the question. Dr. Richard Kimball, everyone. Do you think George Lucas, his original ones were more like a, supposedly a mix of a fairy tale and science fiction, and then as it progressed, Especially now with the Disney thing, now it's just become more hardcore sci-fi. It, and science less... fantasy is what I've always called yeah. it. Yeah. It's... But I mean, you know, the way he did with the with the princess. And mm-hmm. he had a little bit more of that fairy yeah, tale. absolutely. You know, in space thing. I don't know if that's quite where it is now. I, I think, I feel like he was trying to push it into more of a hard thing with his whole midichlorians thing in the prequels. Yeah. yeah. And I think he was, I... I Lucas, I think, was was scared that people were taking his idea seriously and trying to make a religion out of it, because uh, he said stuff about that before. Oh, I think really? He wow. was trying to point out that you know this is you know he, he didn't want people to actually and there are there are people who I know who, who say they're Jedi or whatever. No, I know one. There was somebody at the comic book but store I, who talked religion one time. And he I, said he believed in the Force and everything for real. Yeah, but I don't. I I also don't think these people believe that George Lucas made a thing that's real. I think they're they're applying this concept to already existing things. Like there's a lot, there's shitloads of Buddhism in there. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's shitloads like of you know, uh, yeah, like Taoism and, side, light side, and, the, and, and this is the way you explain it because it's the way it makes sense to you. Which but the other like, side is too. The one thing that's yeah, a, that's always been kooky, a, but that's always been a thing with these movies. There's always the annoying characters. <laughs> well, yeah, there has to be an annoying character. Yeah, there has to be that one guy that everybody mm-hmm. hates, but yet. They'll still buy their action figures just so they can break them. <laughs> Look, man, I'm at best as a good guy. He he's had some real problems. Him and yeah, the 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 casualties of those movies. Though Jake Lloyd, he, like yeah. he never worked again. He has had a real tough time, you well, know. And do you think that was partly because of the role, or partly being a child actor? Because I think part of it being a child really actor, but I think like he got like the backlash from that movie alone. Like, well, Hayden Christensen too, really. Who he played? Play? Oh, he played little Anakin yeah, in, in the Anakin, first, the little, the first one. The little he's, a, he's a kid from Jingle All the Way, yeah, you know. But I mean, it didn't hurt Natalie Portman. No, but Natalie Portman was established or, or and twice as old as well, Hayden, <laughs> no, but if, we're, first if we're comparing it to Hayden Christensen, you know. Yeah. So. Hayden Christensen wasn't a well-known actor. Yeah. And remember, Kira Knightley was in the first family. Well, yeah, how, how much had Portman done? She had done The Professional, she had done Heat, and she, I don't... V for Vendetta? Uh, oh, no, yeah, she, no, she, no, no, I think that was, was after that. After. Well, Liam Neeson didn't get hurt, obviously. Uh, you can't hurt Liam Neeson. No. Sir. But I didn't realize, like, the Darth Maul thing, for, you know, unless you were a fan, you wouldn't realize how the heck did he come back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's either in Clone Wars, and, uh, yeah, he, he 
yeah, Clone Wars and Rebels, <coughs> which are which are official canon because they were post. But Emperor well, post didn't bother me because you always figure, okay, if you don't see the body, then there's all this science. Exactly. That, you know, his followers brought him up and they got him on that. Well, machine. that's the thing. Like, yeah, like like bits and pieces landed on a place, obviously, and people now every you know now the people's like, well, how is there that much of a big chunk of a thing? I'm like, this thing was the size of a moon. That is a small chunk. Yeah. Look at the moon and take a piece about as big as, you know, a building and then tell me that's not a small piece. You know? But now in terms of, I know they'll they be found more like, torso up and brought him back. It's going to be more and more. Is there any one. character you'd like to see like a movie done about from the Magic. universe? From the Star Wars universe in the future. You mean like a tangential? Well, story. any of the, but they, you know they're going to keep doing the films. Yeah, they're going to, but they're going to, they're going to, they're going to space them out more. They're saying they're not, they're they're trying to pull away from trilogies, but I think they're, you know, they're not going to do the Ryan Johnson trilogy they talked about. They said yeah, I don't think, I think that had already not been yeah. a thing. Now I know Daisy Ridley has said, and you know things always change. She said this was it for Ray for her. Wow. I I would I would be I wouldn't be surprised to see those characters come back some at some point. Because I, I do think there's stories you could tell with them. Oh, they'll be back at some point. But, you know, should develop I, them. I mean, they yeah, When you saw them, when you saw Finn and Poe and Ray working all together, they were they were fun. They were fun. I think that you know, I think they had they they did they did what those three characters are supposed to do best: banter. They had witty yeah. banter, which yeah. is what they're always supposed and to. And the contradictions, it was, it's like the goody goodies sort yeah. of the. You know, ex stormtrooper, spice dealer, spice dealer. Yeah, and there wasn't, and there was, yeah, and the, and the, and there was a, it was, they didn't really play up a love triangle there, though they could have, but yeah. they it's just they like, always oh, leave it. They could have said, well, you know, you're my best friend, but they yeah. never say whatever. Yeah, there's definitely, you know, but I, I also think that Finn had a crush on every single female character. Oh yeah, in contact <laughs> with because he was, you know, I mean, because he came from like an incubator, basically, yeah. where, where Poe pissed <laughs> off every female character. He was the Han Solo character, except wow. he was a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> I mean, except he was a little bit more skilled. The one I He's like, like actually, a Navy pilot. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, seeing it's all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, there's a couple characters. I mean, Kira, obviously. Like Thank you for your service, Navy pilots. <laughs> I'd like to see a Kira movie because I think she was a real. Yeah. But there's another character you probably know who it is, and me, these guys don't. Character I liked in the books, and was technically in Return of the Jedi, though she wasn't Mara Jade. Mara Jade was not. Ever. She claims she was in the. Uh, you read about who? She claims who she claims was there. a fictional she character claims she, she claims was in the, the book. book. She was in there. <laughs> How does a fictional character claim they were in a movie? Because, like in the comics, <laughs> because she's one of the guards pretending to be one of the guards in there. Or so whoever wrote her said yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I mean. I came up with a spinoff for you. Yes. Yes. All right, we're gonna do a, a yeah, Top yeah, yeah. Gun spoof <laughs> of like teaching people to like. Right. What are, what are they called? Sky, X-wing, X-wing. X-wing. Yeah. yeah well, X-wing fighter top gun school. Yeah. And oh he, my he, God. He that would be through. hilarious. Yeah. You know, he'll, he'll be the head guy. He's going to be like Tom Cruise coming back. He'll, he'll be he'll, like he'll a Maverick character. Yeah. Yeah. And the Goose. Go, no. and then, <laughs> that would be good. Go. The one, There's one of my friends off. gave yeah. the best review of Tom X-wing Cruise. squadron. One of my friends saw, one of my friends saw a Tom Cruise movie and his review was, you know what? The movie was actually enjoyable despite Tom Cruise being in it. What, what movie? Was, I think it was Minority Report. A minority Report, yeah. 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 It was, it was based on a good Tom story. Cruise. No, don't get me on Minority Report. 
I don't like the physics. I think they contradict themselves. Well, it's I, 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 they absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they absolutely. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot of flaws in the story. It's, it's a cool like, movie because they're like all of a sudden, oh, they changed the future. No, but I know I'm you like, were. No, they didn't yeah. change the future. The psychic was just wrong. Yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. Made it can be yeah. wrong. I mean, you were a solo <laughs> fan. Is there like would you like to see more so, with like any characters? I, I like would that? love. To, I would love to see them do another. They're not going to because because it got harpooned by the. I I I truly believe that was the movie. That got harpooned by the fan base. Well, I admit, you know, one of my favorite movies that nobody even mentions anymore out of all these is Rogue One. Yeah, no, I really no Rogue like One. Pe- Rogue One is yeah. the one I think the most people like because it's non-canon. That's why nobody. Well, it's not. Really it's not. It's, it. it's canon. It's canon. It's not part of. It's not. It's not part. Yeah. Well, but it, I mean, but it does. It literally is. But it goes till ten minutes before the first movie starts. Yeah. But yeah. they're characters that you're not accustomed to. You right. know what I mean, whereas in Solo, he has to recreate. Harrison right. Ford's, yep. and that's that's not nice. Well, it's like it's like with the Star I, I Trek thought, movies I, I with Chris Pine a, I and all of them. Great job. Yeah, right. See, like yeah. for the Star Trek movies, they had that like an alternative timeline where they have the Spock from this timeline. Yeah, you know what? And fans embraced that. I like wholeheartedly. I like. <laughs> no one movies. ever had a problem with that. It was. Oh my God! Talk to original Trek fans about those movies. Oh no! It's like they don't exist. You can very easily pretend they don't exist, yeah. but you can. That's find the them. whole point of it. That's yeah, why he did they that. They don't. In a way, they don't. It's weird. They exist, but they don't exist. Yeah, because if you're just following the regular they talk Star to Trek old timeline, Spock, you can they can, they can talk to old Spock for advice when they want. Yeah. <laughs> but everything. But I think. I mean, you never know. Jin might come it. back. Didn't see the body. It started no Rogue One. Rogue One. Um, yeah. I know, I people are like, how could they bring somebody back? You have teleportation. You can revive a dead body. Shut up. <laughs> no, somebody <laughs> could have beamed her up or something. But I really, I thought there was more like there's a Dirty Dozen type war movie almost. What franchise are we talking? About? Star Wars. Now we're you were bouncing around. That yeah, was the word I was looking for yeah. earlier. By the yeah. way, franchise. Yeah. Franchise. Yeah. Yes. But that's cool. If yeah, they, no, I mean, Rogue One was a war movie. Like Rogue One was a very cool war movie, yeah, even if it's I not a Star it. Wars movie. I, I thought it was, very, you know. And it explained a lot about okay, this is why. Why could they blow up a big space station with one shot? I ah, put a little thing in there. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah. going to cover it with plywood, but mm. the aesthetics. <laughs> yeah, you got a good old Mads Mikkelsen on there in the inside. Yep. Okay. So. I'm, I'm sticking to X-wing flight school. Yeah, <laughs> right. I will. I would line up for that one. Yeah, Miles Teller pops in. Though. No, that's the extent of my. <laughs> Got to have Tom Skerritt in there somewhere as the grizzled old uh, commander. Tom I don't Skerritt see Miles Teller in yeah. anything. Ah. Oh, but still, oh, that means he'll be up in everything now. He said. was for a minute. And he did that Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And the Internet. <laughs> That was another movie. If it wasn't, fa- it was a good movie. It wasn't the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. that was the thing. I, I liked the movie on its own. If it was about some other thing, right? You know, that was like a Fantastic Four like group. But if it wasn't actually Fantastic Four, I, I would have no problem with it. But the fabulous Quattro. Yeah, exactly. Sort of wrapping this up version. a little. Yeah. Yeah. Throw it to Robert Rodriguez. The future. <laughs> there will be more movies in the future. Obviously, people will complain about them, but they'll go see them. Los Cuatro's Increíbles. Patent pending. Coming 2022. I think that's yeah. good. And I think a lot of the advice for filmmakers should be sometimes try to tell a good story and be damned about what people say. Tell yeah. them, make a better movie than dudes. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If the yeah. guy sitting on his couch in his mom's basement is... Uh, that much better of a filmmaker telling him to make a film. The thing, but I'll admit I bitch about it. I mean, the but thing I know I Hollywood, do better. Yeah, yeah go Hollywood's on. like stockbrokers. It's like 
they get nervous. There's speculation. Oh, yeah. Speculation fucks up the stock market. And speculation mm -hmm. ruins movies because yes. they go, well, we got to yes. do this to be safe. We can't do that. We can't show this. We can't have this kind of person. Too, too much and, money's on the line. And they, they get, they, yeah, and they just it's, it's quit. They, they would, you know, I mean, I'm not a filmmaker. Obviously, you are. You know, make a good story. Like, build the field. They will come, you know. And it's like, yeah. if, you have, if you have a good story and you have decent production, I think it'll work out. You know but they worry so much. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? They're going to hold a, hold a White Sox game at the Field of Dreams. Oh, I'm shocked oh, they haven't already. Yeah. Yeah. To be yeah. honest with you, no, that, that gonna... seems like a no-brainer. No, but even, I mean, think, think of... back to some movies. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to answer just, this. Just... I'll just put this out there. Think back to some, what you consider great movies you really liked, and then imagine, like, how the ending was or anything. And imagine how it would have been different if they said, oh, well, the test audience said it sucked. Yeah. Well, probably the one. The test audience didn't want, you know, Bogart to... You'll Get be alone. Yeah. You wanted to. You, you wanted to. Well, the one thing. you could have put a Hollywood ending to was Chinatown. You know what I mean? If they yeah. had a happy ending, that yeah. wouldn't have been. It right. wouldn't have been Chinatown. Right. There's some movies that don't need a that can't have a happy yeah. ending. Well, and when I, you look at that movie, if I it had a happy like ending, it would be happy wrong. Because yeah. it's more realistic. <laughs> it's too fucked should, up. You know, stuff doesn't always work out. But so until the saga continues. Until the saga continues in the new, new decade as well as the new year. Wow. I know. Yeah, the 20s. We made that it. Awesome. Roaring 20s, we made it to the twenties. That's right. F you. Yes, screw. The... Fuck you. Twenty nineteen. You were a terrible year. The hindsight yeah. jokes are going to be fast and furious. Yeah. And hindsight. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and on that one, I, even I have not done that one. I, <laughs> I, I did it last year. I, I have not done that one. Like 2010, though. That's like, right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like anybody, anybody, any plugs again? I, yeah. Greg, this is you're going to be played a lot in January. Greg, oh well, one. I do have a. A thing coming up January seventeenth, so that's that'll be at the Abilene uh, Happy Hour with the uh, anonymous willpower. Oh, man, and you gonna play any Star Wars music? No. <laughs> well, maybe the thing from the Cantina. Okay. We can figure, we gotta learn it. <laughs> you never know. We take requests. Greg, you said your movie's coming There you go. Here, there's another spinoff. We can do a Cheers episode of the Cantina. That would be <laughs> okay. Just spoilers. Yeah. Look, if anybody who goes to see uh, the Last Skywalker, look for a Santarin. And I guess there's 27 cameos in that movie. I oh, read. yeah, yeah, yeah. But look for a Santar. I, 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 I thought I saw one. I still haven't seen Aaron Rodgers in Game of Thrones. So like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't either. Wait, wait, time out. Aaron Rodgers? So yeah. there's in the episode where uh, King's Landing is destroyed, uh, <laughs> a guy, there's a very iconic shot of a guy, of a single guy running, a single soldier running through by himself under a thing. That's Aaron Rodgers. You can't. I don't think you can even see his face. Well, that's the thing. Like, you, I think it's a silhouette. You don't know. No, you can't see the cat the dragon's chasing because well, the dragon got ticked at a cat. No, it's the same thing. Uh, almost that. got through this. You saw, you saw, through this. Who, who saw Heinz Ward in um, uh, The Walking Dead? Uh, he he had saw. a brief cameo. Well, no, this was like season two. Oh, okay. Then I'm, long ago. No, I've never seen the Aaron Rodgers thing. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. You know, but that's maybe that's, that's why they're not winning games. I oh! like that one though. But Greg, your movie's getting recut. It'll be out on Amazon, right? That's correct. Yes. 3.14. 3.14. Stay nice. tuned for it. At this rate, it's going to take forever, but hopefully by June. <laughs> so, Patrick, is there anything coming up in your uh, Anything coming up? I don't have any. Well, yeah, there is yeah. for us. There's there, the part yeah, there's three. Uh, part three oh, of the uh, part three of the D and D. Um, if you haven't seen uh, a death in fifth edition, uh, get there and watch it and uh, see. Um, See what happens when you split what, the party. See what happens when you split the party. I blame Frank. It's no, I entirely it was one hundred percent Frank's fault. But Frank 
but claims I also, she was being directed by me. But I and I wasn't. He was not. But I also blame me for listening to his shit. <laughs> yeah, well, it was great. It was. It was all. Awesome. It, it was made awesome. for good. And then after television. part three, we're going to see how the, the adventure continues or try something else. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. See. yeah, that's, yeah that's I, gonna it's going to. It's it'll. It should end at a point where it could continue uh, cliffhangerish and go away for a while. We can come back and finish. And it. I admit, I was playing like the the Lovecraft game. These these are freaking fun. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was an ass. I was like, just put me oh, no, out no. there. I don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> we played a game called Elder Sign, as I call it, uh, a Cthulhu Yahtzee, even though there is an actual Cthulhu Yahtzee. Which, we uh, need but to it's obtain. it's just, but it's just Yahtzee with a Cthulhu <laughs> yeah. thing you're rolling. It. It's just, <laughs> I, it's still just Yahtzee. Yeah. But um, I but, tried um, to get killed and I ended up not getting killed. Yeah, I yeah. didn't try to get killed. But for this one, because, I mean, and of course, you know, I will not give you my theory that Ray's really Daenerys in a lot of ways if you look at the family, but I'll shut up about that. But in terms of my, my good friend Greg Townsend, who I saw oh, the other day, Greg. his band, Low Straight Jackets, actually played with X oh, in L.A., and I guess it's the original oh. band of X still. He said people were moshing. But because we talked about fandom, because we can't play any Star Wars stuff because George Lucas and Disney would sue us. George Lucas doesn't. No, so no, no, because no, I'll get that. I'll get that phone call. Fucked up, you did. <laughs> that was her oh, But this is from Low Straight Jackets Channel Surfing. These are my friend Greg's in here. Another Greg. Okay, another well, YouTube guy. Yeah, and band. this is actually it's called Channel Surfing. This is their version of the Game of Thrones theme. So in terms of fandom, it's not Star Wars, but it's fandom. And Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah. has some fans yeah. really took stuff too seriously, but. You know, you know, but so, but in all that, honesty, what in this day and age, what movie or TV show doesn't have that? Well, it's, I in mean, all honesty. who takes this stuff seriously? Though, I mean, really, who's like gets obsessed with a fantasy? Uh, I mean, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Got to be a really, uh, really, uh, really just which? sad no, human being. <laughs> they wear Thanks a lot, man. I love the money. That's my answer to that statement. Goodbye, everybody.